It's that time of year, the time of year where we evaluate how the first half of the year went and update our business plan for the second half of the year. Are you ready? Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. I don't know about you, but I can tell you for the last couple of years, I have gotten a little lazy when it comes to my business planning. Everything has just been a little too easy in this super hot market. And I haven't made the effort like I have in years past to regularly check my numbers, track my progress and make sure that I am on pace for the goals that I set at the beginning of the year. And so I'm going through this exercise myself. I'm telling all of my coaching clients to go through this exercise. Our club members are going through it. And I suggest that you do too. It cannot hurt to do a temperature check to make sure that you're still on the right path to hit the goals that you set for yourself. Especially if you're in a market that seems to be shifting a little bit, you might be spinning a little and not quite sure what to do. Like maybe your feels like it's derailed already. So first things first, know that the goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year is fluid. It doesn't have to stay the same. If you are on pace to exceed that goal, why don't you increase it? Why don't you see what you can do if you push your limits? If you feel like the goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year is a total miracle pipe dream, like it is not going to happen no matter what, that's okay. Delete it. You can start over. This is me giving you permission for a fresh start. This is 2022 2.0. We are in the second half of the year. So it's 2.0, baby. So when you're thinking about what you're going to do from now until the end of the year, it might help you to review where you've been year to date. And maybe year to date is too big a view to look at. So why don't you just look at last month? When you are looking at your performance in June, what worked well? Give yourself a pat on the back. What did you do that worked really well and made you some money? It got you closer to your goals for the year. And maybe your goals aren't money related, but what was something you did well that got you closer to your goal? And then think about what didn't work well. And this one's not quite as easy because we're salespeople. So it's really easy for us to be like, oh yeah, man, I generated so many leads and I had so many sales and I did all these great things but it is hard to evaluate the things that didn't really go well. But think about it as the things that you want to improve on. Have you ever gone on a listing appointment that you kind of (laughs) bombed? You know, you just know that everything that you said, no matter how right you were, everything you said was wrong. Recently, I went on a listing appointment and the people sent me a text. It was 1040 in the morning and I was on, I was on my team meeting. And so I got this text message that said, hi, Heather, are you coming to our house? And I was like, coming to your house. Why would I come to your house? I'm sorry. I think you have the wrong number. And I looked the phone number up. I'd never heard of this person. I did not have an appointment for them. Uh, I had no idea what they're talking about. And so they sent me a screenshot of an automated email that they had received from this plugin I have on one of my websites, they had received confirmation of setting an appointment and this stupid plugin didn't put the appointment on my calendar. I was so embarrassed. 
Obviously, it was a technical issue, but it was my issue to remain accountable for. So I apologize profusely. I look, there's nothing I can do. Like I'm already in another appointment. This should not have been an appointment that you could have even scheduled. So like there were so many things that went wrong with this appointment. And so I went on that appointment, but the point is it was already messed up from the start. And so that went on my list of things that I needed to improve immediately. The way that they scheduled that appointment did not work for me because it made me look bad. I did not get the listing. Shocker. I think I mostly didn't get the listing because I wouldn't reduce my commission. They were really looking for somebody to do discounted commission. And so that's really neither here nor there because the thing that I want to improve on was the scheduling of that particular listing appointment. Now you might not have software that's faulty that needs to be improved on, but how about your process? How many listing appointments did you go on last month? How many listings did you take? So if you are less than a hundred percent success rate, what could you do to improve that? Could you improve anything with the process, anything with the communication? Did you go on a listing appointment, but then you forgot to follow up? So maybe is it your follow-up cadence that might need some improvement? No matter how perfect you are, there's always something we can do to improve. So take a moment and think about what didn't really work well and how you want to improve it. And then think about what you want and or need to accomplish most this month. Maybe that's making X thousand dollars. That's going to be hard though, because if you don't already have X thousand dollars in escrow or under contract, then that's going to be tricky, right? Because, you know, right now you're kind of setting financial goals for next month or the month after. What you do today is going to be your paycheck check in 60 to 90 days. So what do you want to accomplish most this month? Maybe it's going on X number of appointments, or maybe it's getting Y number of listing leads. What is important to you that you need to focus on this month? And then how are you going to do it? I think a lot of times people say, I want to make a million dollars this year, but then they don't create the plan in order to help them make the million dollars. And so like they're screwed before they even start because there's no clear strategy that they can improve upon if it doesn't work or tweak if it works too well. So what is your strategy to meet that goal of what you want or need to accomplish the most this month? How are you going to do that? So in the example of I needed to improve on the software, I mean, we've redone our website a couple of times. So I feel like I've been stuck in software hell because nothing is nothing ever works the way that you want it to when you want it to, of course. So I could say I want to do a software audit. I want to audit how all of my potential clients, like what is the experience that they're getting when they come into my system? whether they're a specific lead type or if they're trying to use this specific software to schedule an appointment, so on and so forth. So that's what I'm planning on doing to make sure that I improve on my software experience when working with my team. And then like still not enough strategy. So how am I going to do that? So you need to write out, list out, note out, like whether you're handwriting or typing, whatever it is, you've got to have a plan. So if you're auditing the communication that all of your new leads are getting, well, what does that entail? So I would need to audit their experience on two websites. 
I would need to audit their experience if they were an external lead source that's then getting an automated email from my CRM. And all of that's going to take a little bit of time. And I don't have time to dedicate 100% to this project. So how am I going to get it done? Once I've got the strategy to meet the goal, how am I going to make time to meet it? So is it an hour every day? Is it uh, every two hours on Friday morning is my special project of the month time? What is going to work for you? I can tell you to use time blocking or to put it on your calendar and like follow your integrity and blah, blah, blah. You're the only person who knows what you're going to follow. How you get there does not matter as long as you get there. Everybody is different. If you tell me to time block... I'm just not going to do it. But if I have it on my to-do list, I'll make time for it periodically until it is done. But if it's on a time block of two hours every Friday morning, I know that time is negotiable. And so I, if I had somebody who wanted a listing appointment or they wanted to go look at a house, I would schedule over that time because time blocking does not work for me because it's negotiable. And I know time blocking works for a lot of people. <laughs> it just, it doesn't work for me. That's how I roll and I recognize that. So I plan accordingly. Once you've got your strategy set out for how you're going to attack your goal for your most important thing this month, and maybe you have a couple of things that are very important for you to do. Maybe you have a new lead source. I just recently turned back on my Google lead ads. Is that what they're called? Google lead ads? I'm getting, I purchased a package through my website provider of Google ads. And then I also got a package of Facebook ads and I don't know that I want to keep that forever. So I'm going to test it for three months. I'm going to test both campaigns for three months, but we also need to develop a communication strategy with them. So they're a little bit different than the kind of leads that we are used to getting. And so that is a top priority for me to make sure that we're not wasting money on this lead source and that we work it correctly. And if it, if it's not getting the results we want quickly, that we are very, very quick to adapt and change to get those results that we want. So when you're done with all of your special projects, the things that you're working on that have a higher priority and mapping out the strategy on how you're going to get those, well, let's take a look at your annual goals. Are you on track to meet them or do, do you need to revise them? We talked about that a little bit earlier in this episode, but it's okay to change. You're the only person that cares about your goal. No one else cares. If you decide, you know what? I wanted to make a million dollars on January 1st and I do not care about that at all anymore. I'm so tired of working. I spend no time with my family. My kids don't even know my name anymore and I've had enough. I'm sick of trying to make a million dollars this year. Then it's okay for you to adjust your goal and maybe you only want to make a hundred thousand or 250,000, whatever it is, it's okay. Don't judge yourself poorly because that goal doesn't, that goal from past you doesn't fit present you. Past you didn't know where you were going to be today. So you feel free to cross out that goal and write in your new one. Like what do you need for sales to meet that new annual goal that you just set? Cause you really only have five months, four to five months, really to get those sales under contract. Because December, anything that you put under contract in December is probably not going to close until next year. So you really have like, you know, I would say maybe four to four and a half months of, no, four to five months. Really just that four to five months of time of getting somebody in the door under contract to close and a check in your hand. And so let's say you want to make $100,000 between now and the end of the year. So $100,000 
What is the average commission check that you get right now? Is it $5,000? Let's use that as an example. So then you need 20 sales between now and December 1st. And so let's just say that's four sales a month in the next five months. Is that something that you feel that you can do? If not, maybe some of those numbers need to be revised. And maybe $5,000 could very well be a low amount. Maybe $10,000 is the right amount. Then you only need two sales per month for the next five months to hit that $100,000 sale. Everybody's going to be a little bit different and do not judge yourself that, oh, I'm amazing. My average check is a million dollars. Well, good for you. Maybe you only need to sell one house between now and the end of the year. And don't say, oh my God, my average check is $2,000. That's okay too. Use your average to help you identify what you need to do to hit the goals that you set for yourself. So if you want to make a million dollars and your average check is $5,000, that is an uphill battle. And so your actions are going to be very, very different from the person who only needs four sales a month. And so where are those sales going to come from? You probably already have some that are under contract. So that would count toward the remaining goal that you need to, to meet, unless you counted that somehow separately. But I don't count pending money toward my goal because I don't know, I just don't check my check until it is closed. Now, what prospects do you have? Do you have any hot prospects that you're working with that they're just not under contract or you think they might want to list their house before the end of the summer? It's hard to say today who is going to be a transaction in October, but there are probably some people that you're aware of that are hotter prospects than others. So I would just sort of make a list of those. I have a whiteboard in my office. If you ever see a video of me, it's sort of crooked where the camera is pointed in the in the back corner of the room and that's because i have a very ugly whiteboard where i track all of the things that i need to do so i have you know projects that i want to get done for savvy agent i have projects for my real estate business i have my listings uh, listed and i give them a nice big check mark when they're under contract and i erase them when they're closed i have my buyer prospects listed same thing there so where can you put this list of your prospects so that it is in front of you. When I walk into my office every morning, I see this. And so I know, oh, I should probably call Krista and Matt because it's been a couple of weeks since I talked to them and I want to sell their house. So then where are the other sales going to come from? Are they going to come from your database? What is the strategy that you're going to follow to stay in touch with everyone you know to uncover those prospects that need your help this year? Is it going to be your sphere of influence, past clients, Are you going to do paid ads with Zillow or Realtor.com or I don't know what other companies are there? Homes.com, you know, are you going to register with all of the referral companies like Homelight? Are you going to turn on your own Google ads? Do some Facebook lead ads? Are you going to do pop buys? Maybe you want to pick up a builder and start doing new construction. Are there expired listings? There might be some low hanging fruit to pick up there for sell by owners. You could telemarket. You could knock on doors. What is this? strategy that you're going to follow to get the prospects you need to fill your pipeline in order for you to hit your goal that you're setting today for the rest of the year. What about open houses? It's been a hot, hot minute since I've done an open house. Last open house I did was before COVID. I guess COVID was sort of on the horizon because it was for a seller that talked about it a lot. I'm like, what is this lady talking about? Like I don't watch the news. So I had no idea what she was saying. And um, then sure enough, in March of 2020, like the world kind of shut down a little bit because of this mysterious thing that my one seller 
had talked about. So, and ironically, she was the last open house that we had. So what is your strategy? If that's going, if you're like, yes, I'm going to start doing open houses. Cool. Step one accomplished. You have identified your lead source, but what then? What are you going to do to market the open houses? What are you going to do at the open house? How are you going to engage with people? What is the follow-up you're going to do with people after the open house to keep them engaged with you? So it just takes a couple of minutes thinking about the process for each lead pillar. Now you have a plan to help you meet your goal for 2022 2.0. So this is the process that I'm going through right now. And I just wanted to share the highlights of it with you in the event that you also feel the need to go through a little bit of a reset for 2022 2.0. And uh, maybe it will help you get closer to your goal. Maybe it will help you feel better about your new revised goal. Maybe it will help you feel like a rock star for having 100% ownership and accountability of all of the things going on in your business. You are perfect as you are and don't need to change a thing. And this solidified it for you. No matter what you got out of this podcast episode, I really appreciate you listening. And if there is anything you need, don't hesitate to email me podcast at savvyagent.co. I'll talk to you soon. 